You win this battle, man, I soon be dead. I'll glue your face to my dick so I can fuck with your head. I got metaphors coming through my pores. You've probably never been in a battle before, so I hope you realize your mistake. There ain't no party cast of candles, this won't be a piece of cake. Please. Good morning, folks. Welcome to the Before Hours Podcast, an internet radio phenomenon hosted by an occasional morning person. I ask the most interesting people I know about their sleep, their routine, life, love, stress, and setbacks, and whatever else comes to mind. Don't forget to write to the Before Hours Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us about your morning routine and we'll read it on the podcast. But for now, I got a good friend of mine, a hilarious comedian, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it a great man. <laughs> <laughs> now it sounds insincere. Ilya Laxon, folks. Hi, thank you. How are you doing? Hold on, I'm I'm holding off where I imagine applause would be <laughs> if this was a live thing. There we go. Well, now don't even imagine it. You're mm -hmm. filming. We have sound effect. That's actually Maxim on the board. Yeah, he's. Is he, anyone yeah, think worse is than a... like a show with like the fake? <laughs> it's like we all know it's fake now it's just like you're condescending to us yes like we don't know the difference between live laughs mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i uh as as an occasional host of a comedy show when you have to make people yeah. clap when yeah, they yeah. don't want to when they're skeptical about the yeah. event that they've came they've but come to but that's at least you're getting a real you're forcing a real response out mm -hmm. of them this is just like adding a fake response later mm -hmm. it's like no one no one wants that no, <laughs> no one, one that. no Who's one that wants that gullible it's like i that I would enjoy this, but I really need a bunch of strangers I can't see to let me know that it's okay to enjoy this. <laughs> oh, yeah. As a podcast listener, yeah. that would be like, you know, yeah. well, who is – am I alone? Yeah. Is nobody else listening? Oh, maybe that's the only way they keep from killing themselves. <laughs> it's like I need to know that there's other people out there who also laugh at the things that I like. Guys, write to the Before Hours podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you want applause when I introduce the guests. Let us know if that's the only thing keeping well, no, you from suicide. I was saying suicide. they just they make a pact that they all applaud when they listen. Oh. So it's like it's like a known universal. Like it's an understood that there is applause happening. Okay. I don't I don't need to hear it. Mm -hmm. I just need to know that it's happening. You need to know like, that when you introduce me, like it feels like there should be applause, but there wasn't. Mm -hmm. I just need to know if you have the audience write in and confirm that they've been clapping <laughs> each episode. They don't have to do it like every episode, like every 10 episodes, just confirm that they're like a renewable contract. Just mm -hmm. let me know that you're still clapping. Folks, please write to that email that I said earlier. Tell me if you clapped when you heard Elia's name. Tell me if you liked Elia on the show. Or tell me if you absolutely can't stand him. Oh man, don't do that second bar. <laughs> How about just don't say? Why would they need? To, why would they need to say that second bar? Do you have a um a favorite mean YouTube comment that you've gotten? Have you gotten one? Uh yeah, I have. Uh, um, a lot of times they're just it's always slightly backhanded. They were like, oh, he's funny but fat or something like that. Okay. It's 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 usually it's usually more than that, but that's just the general that's the the general structure of of the criticism. Funny. It's never just. He sucks, mm -hmm. but uh, it's usually just oh, he's a fat piece of shit, something like that. Okay, I don't know if you, I don't know if you're going to weed out the cursing or not. But uh, no, we want to keep it real. We, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty hard at time. You know, people, if you're going to see me, you get. I'm not, I'm not for your mom and dad. <laughs> I, I say things like the s word, but occasionally. <laughs> um, you know, now that I thought about it, I think we're going to have to. Can can we edit out those s words and the f words, please? I said it once. You mm -hmm. said the, you said the f word a lot off mic before. Oh, you said both f words. Oh, both together, back to back. Words. Sometimes back -to -back. together. You do double f words a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that is a, a funny new phenomenon. Is now that there's two we don't know f which words. Which f word is which? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've heard people say that the the homophobic slur. They'll say the s the f slur. F slur uh. mm, to differentiate. But honestly, like in Bushwick, if someone says the f word, they don't mean fuck. No. You know what I mean? Because I don't think there's anybody like whoa. 
Well, yeah. Language. Don't say fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll say my brother's a fuck and he's going to hell. But... <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Ilya, you're one of the funniest people I know. I couldn't even really read the introduction without laughing because of the face you were making. Can I make a face? I'm, you were you... I'm very insecure about my face. <laughs> I didn't always make a face. I don't know. I don't know. I could I'm I a could... twitchy person, so it could be that. That's true. You do twitch a bit. I twitch. A which I think is fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's great that's a nice little that's a nice little bit <laughs> to throw that make people insecure about something yeah. that they might not have been insecure about so you just like you'll say yeah. anything which like, i think yeah, is like, fine oh so you get like you put like mayo on your sandwich that's cool that's <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah shine on it's like mm, yeah, well, you know. saying i think that's fine after someone does something a little unusual or you mentioned their identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like you're Korean. I think that's, that's fine. <laughs> I think that's okay. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, when we saw each other, you complimented me on my new haircut. Well, um, on your sideburn. And I, I do like the little sort of the little cowlick thing going up front. It looks mm -hmm. like a skateboard ramp on the side. But yes, I do not know ramp. how to skateboard. And at 32, I think it's too late to try. Really? Mm -hmm. How long do you think you're going to be living? Uh, <laughs> You should make it sound like you're holding out for the best years to come. Mm -hmm. I, I, I hate to break it to you. I think now is as good a time as any okay. to risk breaking your neck mm. trying to impress teenagers in a park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, if there's anybody I want to impress, it's teenagers. Yeah. Oh, God, what a horrible sentence that is. No, it's a great sentence. Mm -hmm. They're their future audience. You always want to impress. That's yeah. true for real. For that's real. all I want is teenagers, teenagers and black people. Those are mm -hmm. That's the two demographics that want to love me. No cap. Yes, is I think uh, can I can I brag a little bit on the podcast? I thought that's Ilya? what you were doing when you said no cap. Yeah, like, look how cool I am. I say no cap. I once uh, I did a roast show. Yeah, and um, I feel like ro roast shows. Um, it's very easy to get a uh, to get laughter when you otherwise wouldn't. Yeah, you yeah. know, because I'm not like a one liner guy. Yeah. So no, I always said that your joke writing is not your strong suit. Anyway, you're. Right. <laughs> So you were saying, uh huh. You know, some people have uh, joke rating. Some people have uh, charisma. charisma. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have. Um, you know, talk to the booker afterwards. <laughs> be like, you know, here's my email. Yeah. Uh, you know, do you need someone to clean up the comedy club sure, when the show's over? Sure, if you burns, I will. <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing. You're dedicated to the craft. <laughs> but I, I had a. Um, I forget what the joke is, but I said it, and there was it did well in the room. But there was a group of black guys sitting in the back. And I swear to God, this isn't just a th uh, like a daydream I imagined. Yeah. They started barking. Oh. <laughs> like that thing that like you ever watch like an old Chris Rock special? Yeah. And they're like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> they were doing that for me. And dude, I, in that moment, I was like, I could die now and yeah. I would be the happiest I've ever been. It's pretty great. I also had a black guy once and he, he wasn't doing well. And the black people in the crowd were like just turning against him because they really wanted him to do well. Mm -hmm. and just And that disappointment against him, it's not so much that they were like in favor of me, just their disappointment in him. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then I had one joke where like a couple people like got out of their seats and like that's that's a good feeling. Oh, when they... That's like the... That's the pinnacle. It's like way better than like uh, like standing ovation. It's getting black people to get up from their seats mm -hmm. and like do that like... Like that goddamn... Like they're holding their head. Like that's... That's the best. Break. As if they had seen like a magic trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like your bit was so good. It was as if it was, it was like it was like a miracle they couldn't explain. <laughs> it's like, guys, I mean, do you look for and recognize miracles? I do not look for, <laughs> nor do I recognize miracles. Yeah, me neither. I'm I saw kinda... a guy walking on the water just outside. I was like, nope. 
Not buying it. Mm, well, I mean, you didn't believe it the first time. So. I, did, I, didn't, I was like, we got to shut this guy down. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's spreading some wild lies out there. We got to put an end to it. Let me go talk to the Romans. <laughs> like, hey, this Jesus fella, he's saying some wild shit out there. So no, for, the, for those slow on the upkeep, uh, Ilya is jo- Jewish. I'm a Jewish. Yeah, you're a Jewish, <laughs> a Jewish. which I think is fine. <laughs> Thank you. You do think it's fine, but you do bring it up. I think every single time we ever, I don't think we ever had a conversation where it, you didn't really make a ham-handed point about it, ironically speaking. But you've always brought out the, at least a Jew, by the way. Mm-hmm. As if it's necessary context for anything, mm-hmm. it really didn't come up okay. at all. Except, well, except that I was implying that I was responsible for killing Jesus, mm-hmm. which, uh, which was by proxy. Which was you yes-anding the bit that I started. So, again. Look, I'll, I'll yes-and any anti-Sunic bit. That oh, comes that's along beautiful, man. Yeah, I'm very... I'm very thoughtful and giving that way. Nice. So now that we're we're talking about you and we're talking about <laughs> okay, I guess we are. <laughs> are. Are we talking about me? <laughs> I was unaware. <laughs> I didn't know that had happened. The seamless transition. Speaking of killing Christ, what's your morning routine? <laughs> well, I murder a historic figure. Um, I uh, I get some uh, nitro brewed uh, children's blood. <laughs> To okay. get my day going. Yeah. Kosher. We still drink the, I don't know if it's kosher, but we do drink uh, Christian children's blood. Really? That's how we started. A, okay. Over ice. It's nice. That is is fascinating that that started as like an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. It's like one of the OG ones too. Yeah. It's probably one of the older ones. Because it was before even like usury. Well, we didn't really, yeah, we didn't, well, we didn't have like formal banks and mm-hmm. Hollywood certainly didn't exist. So there's only so many things the Jews were up to. I know. The weather thing was probably later. I don't know when that came up. I think that's probably a modern a modern thing, maybe twenty early twentieth century, maybe uh-huh. the idea that we control the weather. Prior to that, I don't think anyone thought that. Now, because um, I've heard a lot of anti-Semitic tropes, you've said a lot <laughs> to yourself in the mirror. <laughs> in the mirror, <laughs> you say them to yourself in the mirror. Is that a form of uh, like uh, what do they call it? Self-affirmations. Yeah, yeah, it's like I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and the Jews control the mess. <laughs> They cut that out of the Stuart Smalling sketch. That's what that's what it was. I'm good enough. I'm strong enough to fight back, so to speak. I'll fight back against the Jew. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise, Elia. So um, as you pointed out, that was how I was trying to transition into what is yeah. your morning routine. So uh, um, other than killing, I think you said killing Christ and drinking blood. What el- what else do you do in the morning? Uh, that's Those are the big two. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know if I have I wouldn't say routine. Uh, I shower every morning. I shower twice a day, okay. pretty regularly. That's my that's my thing. Not <laughs> not not bragging, but uh, I'm, I'm I I run hot, so I sweat a lot. So you know, we have like a we have a ceiling fan. I like to stay as cool as possible, but like I always shower every morning, no matter what. Just you know, get that sweat off me. There are some people. I that... don't want to get too erotic, but <laughs> yeah. I, I do shower in the morning. Guys, um, please close your eyes and picture Ilya taking a shower. Yes, do it. Oh, you want me to close my eyes and <laughs> yeah, picture me taking a shower? And then do you just watch me silently watching myself? <laughs> do you think there's someone so narcissistic that they would close their eyes and, and think, think about, about, themselves. about themselves while they're jacking off? Probably. Trump does. He probably. Mm-hmm. I, also, his eyes always look slightly closed anyway, don't they? He's got he, a little squintiness going on. Like the sun is always in yeah, his eyes. Yeah, there's always a little bit of that. Like yeah. A little, like, the, like, just, like his head is heavy and pressing them down a little bit. That, I would say, is his biggest character flaw. Yeah, that's probably. Mm-hmm. I think everything in his head, like the the hair mm-hmm. and the eyes. I'm a little surprised to hear about uh, showering twice a day. 
surprised for what reason? Why surprised? That anybody showers twice a day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, st I start my day off with a shower and you gotta end the day with, not end the day, but like when I come back home, you know. Is it, is it, cause I've heard someone describe it as uh, they take a shower when they come home so that they go into their bed clean. Yeah. And I could respect that. Yeah, I don't I don't do it necessarily like I kind of feel like, all right, my bed's already always got a little bit of the day on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is that gross? That <laughs> sounds like a euphemism, like a, a hardened sex crimes detective would say. <laughs> Let's just say we found a lady. She's got a, got a lot of the day on her. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, <laughs> you need to take a vacation, Terry. Cause... Uh, yeah. OK, so but I do shower in the morning because I feel like I feel dirty all day if I don't. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? There are some people that are like they're only night showers. and I think that's crazy. Um, I think it depends what your day is like. I think it makes sense because if you like realistically, you you wake up, you're out of bed. Mm -hmm. Right. So then you're putting on your clothes at the end of the day. I don't know what you are. I'm pretty late. At whatever clothes I wear go in the hamper. I don't, except for like, like jeans, like, you know, certain pants or something. Your but two pairs of jeans? Yeah, yeah. The one, the ones, well, one of them stained with uh, baby blood. So the, <laughs> I only have another pair that I can go outside with. But uh, whatever, like, at the end of the day, like, whatever underwear, shoes, like, everything's going in the hamper. So it's never going to be reused, right? So realistically, you could go through your whole, like, it doesn't matter if you're putting on new clothes and feel slightly grimy in the morning because those clothes at the end of the day are going to come off you anyway and go in the hamper for me. So it would make more sense if you're doing it once a day to do it at the end of the day. But because I get, you know, sometimes I get sweaty like while I'm sleeping or just I just want to start off feeling as clean and dry as possible. And then I do that in the other day. I uh, feel like I can't regulate my body temperature at night. Like I always wake up early, early in the morning, either too hot or too cold. Yeah. I'm fucking Goldilocks, man. You know what I mean? I mean, she eventually found like a good temperature. <laughs> I'm, you're missing I'm, part of the story. <laughs> I'm Goldilocks if there was no conflict. Goldilocks wasn't just some menopausal old woman <laughs> who could never regulate her temperature. She was a child that just wanted some decent porridge that didn't scald her roof of her mouth. The idea that Goldilocks is a menopausal woman is very, very funny. It's like, it's so hot in here. It's like, no, it's not. You're just old. And this is God telling you that you have only so many years left. And then she said, my pussy is too dry. <laughs> And the bear was like, hey, I agree, I agree, ma'am. And the other bear was like, perfect, perfect for me. I love a dry pussy. This is the Goldilocks they don't want you to know about. The unedited, uh, unabridged Goldilocks. All right, so to set the scene for those that may have missed it is uh, there's a middle aged or I guess how, how old how are you? you in a maybe she maybe she's premenopausal, but I don't know if that would count. The hot flashes I think start during menopause. Yeah. So there's a, a woman of a certain age getting I want to say double teamed by two bears. Yes, one of them's <laughs> into it, but the other's like not not feeling it. I don't. Um, I know you could work through a dry pussy. God knows I have, but I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's anybody's thing like, oh, I love it dry. It's not great. Mm -hmm. It's like you ever play like beach volleyball, like mm -hmm. the like the it's a, it's a lot of effort. Like if when you're on con like on a hard court, like you can move quickly, but you're moving on sand. It's like it feels like a lot of work. Yeah. I don't know if that's a perfectly uh, adept analogy, but mm -hmm. you, you get what I'm trying to picture there. It's no, like I, a dry I, pussy's like it's work. Mm hmm. You know, it's work. Are you put willing to put in the work? But we, I mean, we got lube. We have 
Yeah. That's it. I don't know why I started a list. Got Luke. Uh, I guess other. Th- ketchup. Ketchup. Ketchup and lube. Mm-hmm. Those are the two categories <laughs> of a, of a sex, sexual, I was going to say appliance, uh, accessories. Mm-hmm. Right, accessories. Sexual accessories. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> That's like a, it's like a guy who, who doesn't forgot the term for a rapist. He's like a sexual accessory. What's the word? <laughs> You're being charged with sexual accessory. Is that a term? <laughs> Accessory to commit a sex crime. Actually, that's probably a real. Well, Elia, <laughs> you would know because yeah, I'm a convicted. Sex <laughs> I I mean I I don't like bringing it up, but uh, yeah, we're here to be honest. So yeah, we're good. And well, in addition to that, you're also a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like being a lawyer? It's fun. Yeah. Not bad. I'm, my job in particular is good. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I'm a professional comedian. I don't have a day job. Yes, <laughs> that is true. That is true. But you used to be a lawyer. I used to be a lawyer. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm wondering if that influenced your routine. Because I think here, here's why I asked the question, because I think of all lawyers as being very type A. And then type uh, A people also have like, in my mind, uh, a strict routine that they follow. Am I talking nonsense? I think that's probably there is a category of lawyer. I think every depiction of lawyers is that mm-hmm. it's like these like super suave or brain dudes who like slick back their hair. They get to wear like the best finely tailored. Like there's that kind of a lawyer, but most I, that's not really what I'd say most lawyers are. That's mm-hmm. just, so yeah, I get why you'd think that, but I don't know if that's really. I think most lawyers are are do not have a. I don't know what they. I don't know. I don't think you could stereotype like what lawyers' daily routine is like, whether or not they shower twice a day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I guess that's true because, like, thinking about the different groups that I fall into, like comedian, I don't know if there's like a one type of um, comedian. The, I think you think it, it used to seem like that. There was like, oh, this is what the comedians are like, but like nowadays, it's really hard. Like everyone kind of a lot of different backgrounds. It's like I don't know how you. Like, you can't say, oh, we all do comedy, so we're all like this. It's like, I don't know if that mm-hmm. really is enough to, like, you wouldn't be able to really pick people out based just on those qualities and say, oh, they're comedians. Like, it means nothing nowadays. I yes, I, I think that is true. And, in fact, I part of the reason I thought of uh, of starting a podcast like this, the, the Before Hours podcast, is I feel like I'm sort of a little bit of a black sheep being a morning person. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot, a lot of the um, – the hang, yeah, yeah, like the post show hang is in, is important if you want to like meet new people. And I always feel like that scene from 30 Rock when, um, when Tina Fey is dating a younger man, um, because I've also dated a younger man, yeah, yeah. uh, and Tina Fey, <laughs> and Tina Fey, which she kept out of her memoir. Like, she did. Yeah. I was a little, I was, I was pissed about that. Yeah. I was the one that, um, cut her face <laughs> when she was a kid. But- <laughs> I'm doing this. That's good. <laughs> anyway, I can see why she. And then she dated you later on. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's weird. Even when I, because well, she didn't know at first, and uh, I was like, I was the guy, and she's like, No way. That's a, that's a good story. She's like, Really? Yeah, it was kind of like a funny little laugh thing we had. But it, uh, it like during the show, she's dating a younger man, and uh, he says, "I'll pick you up tonight," and she says, "Yes," and he goes, "At 10? and she responds, "At night." <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel about like every yeah. comedy hang. It's like, all right, we're going to get here at 11. I'm like, 11's when I'm brushing my teeth. You know yeah. I, mean? it's a, uh, I think like there's, I mean, I guess that's the stereotype. Like co- a lot of comedy, you know, you're supposed to be, you know, out late, whatever, if you're doing spots or, or whatever. But like, uh, yeah, 
I don't know. I like being home. Like, I don't know. Unless I'm doing comedy. Like, I don't really do the hang. Like, I'm like, it's there. If, if, if it's there and it's happening, that's cool. But I'm not going to like stick around and go out of my way to be like, oh, where are people hanging? Like, like that's not mm-hmm. I, like I, everything in life. I compare to like, is this better than laying in bed with my wife and my dog? Oh, and almost yeah. nothing ever is really. I mean, literally, I think nothing ever is. But sometimes like, well, I'm already out. So this is fun. I'll do this. Mm-hmm. But like, I would always I always have something that I'd rather be doing in those moments. Yeah. But, you know, you're still, you know, doing comedy. So like there's that. But like, mm-hmm. I think there's like, expectations like, oh, we're comics. We're supposed to be night owls, that kind of thing. It's like and I guess that's just sort of a necessity of the job. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if you can. Ch- you probably change your, you know, your body's metabolism mechanics like how you work like oh, i'm a morning person now but i think if you just are that i think it's fine mm-hmm. you probably plus you like a siesta so you know you take a nice long sleep during the day a siesta dude i hate to sound culturally insensitive yeah but i cannot do a siesta no i can't i i take a nap uh sometimes and i wake up uh feeling worse than before i had taken the oh nap. Na- i can't nap i'll just do full-on sleep during the day and then you wake up like with a headache and moment yeah like, this is brutal it's like why do you do it? it's like I don't, how do you nap that's mm-hmm. like it's like edging for sleep yes it's like you want me to just stop now yeah <laughs> that's crazy how can i do that this is the best thing ever you want me to just not fully embrace it mm-hmm. plus i have this thing like we were talking about showering earlier um because i shower as well um and uh i feel like i uh wake up from a nap and if i don't have enough time to shower I feel dirt. Something about sleep makes me feel dirty, and I don't know what that is. Well, I mean, are you getting sweaty under the sheets? Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) If you're picking up one and putting it down, are you getting sweaty under the sheets while you're napping? (laughs) That had a very creepy uncle vibe to it. Yeah. Where it's like, so, uh, Johnny, you're 18 now. Are you getting sweaty under the sheets, if you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh man, I that the aunt or uncle that thinks they're like uh, wild and crazy, but they just have a couple of drinks every now and then is my favorite type of person. I don't. Yeah, it's a it's a fun little mm-hmm. trope. I don't really have that. I have a very small family, so I don't really I don't relate to a lot of those like family tropes. But mm-hmm. I do uh, when you see other people talk about it. It's like oh, that sounds like a pretty fun wild. Do time. you have any siblings? I have a brother. Yeah. Ooh, older or younger? Older. Single. Yeah. No, he's married. <laughs> married two kids. <laughs> All right. So I have no chance. Are you interested? <laughs> uh, okay, interesting. Now, because um, I don't have any siblings, um, so I don't really know how it works. I mean, I know how, you know, I know your parents had another kid. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, did, did, did they all pick, did they also pick him up in a field? Like my, was he a foundling like my I was? <laughs> a foundling. Did your parents find him in a basket <laughs> on this doorstep one day? Next Am I to, Moses? Next to some milk. Was a you're not Moses. No, I hate to break it. <laughs> Bobby, you're gonna sit further down for this. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not Moses. Do you know Moses? Uh, apparently had a speech impediment. Did he? Yeah, and that's why Aaron, his I think it was his brother or his friend, mm-hmm. colleague. Um, Aaron would like situation ship is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he would have to like talk to Pharaoh. Okay. Yeah. So it would be uh, you know, you know how like Alan John can't write lyrics. Yeah, he needs a. What's in it? Bernie? Uh, what's no. I don't know, but I had this whole thing made up that um, uh, Elton John's uh, writing partner was also his life partner. And then I got very sad that that wasn't true, oh, that yeah. it was just like a business arrangement. I thought they were two gay guys writing songs about each other. The songs were about each other? I don't know. I don't know if about his songs. Was, is he the who's the rocket man? 
Which one, of, which one of them is a rocket man? It's un, it's unclear to me which one is the rocket man. I, I hate okay. to say it. Um, so is your brother um, similar to you or different? Um, I would say, I don't know. In some ways, I guess you might, from the outside, say we're similar. I would say pretty different in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, He's a clown rapist. I should <laughs> a clown. clown rapist. So I guess that's we're similar. Clown. I'm a comic. That kind of thing. But yeah. I've, I've never raped anyone. So. Okay. Good. I was. That was going to be my next I, he question. He doesn't rape clowns. He's a clown who rapes. Okay. I don't. I don't want. So I don't want to clear up any ambiguity. <laughs> He's a clown who rapes. Okay. That's much better. So in that sense. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to be a clown rapist, it's like there's very few clowns out there. Like you're going. Well, which is probably good in terms of like you're not raping a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's good. Like if you had to specialize in in a type of rape, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hopefully choose a a, a tart. You know, mm-hmm. we want we want less rape. I think we all agree. Mm-hmm. I don't want. <laughs> that's where that's where the... right right in. If you applauded <laughs> when I said we want less rape as a society, <laughs> let us know your your thoughts. Oh man. Uh. Well, cool. Because I I don't have any uh uh siblings, so I feel a little bit. Uh, introverted because of it. I w- I won't say I'm an introvert. I think I'm somewhere in the middle, like an ambivert, I guess. But um, is he Amber Alert? <laughs> Amber Alert. <laughs> yep. I'm a bit of an Amber Alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit. I don't like yeah, intro extroverts. Like everyone's a combination of the two. Like some people are extremes. Everyone's a little bit of like mm-hmm. it's a, I don't know, it's one of those things. Well, I'm an introvert. It's like are you in all situations? Or like or you're, like most people, are you sometimes introverted? Sometimes, like mm-hmm. it's—I don't know—it's not a very useful way of categorizing people. I don't think. To me, it's very much uh, dependent on when I've eaten. Because oh, yeah. if I'm hungry, I mean that Snickers commercial just based yeah. off me, man. Okay, so you're a chick, basically. I'm a chick. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a woman. A woman with a Y. With a Y. Ooh, or, see, w- women, women, woman, herstory. Or, yep. Those, yeah. These are all things that people have said at one point. <laughs> this is free association at this yeah. point. We're just saying. Not a conversation, but. It's not. It's not a conversation. But we are, we are talking mm-hmm. in the same room. I think that if someone were to see us talking and the cameras and the microphones weren't here, they would think we might be on a first date. I can't imagine who would think that. <laughs> what kind of first date? Especially with me holding myself like with the worst with the worst energy possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like a first date with like both with two guys who aren't sure whether or not they're gay and have different feelings about like the possibility of it. It's like you're like, oh, I hope I'm gay. And I'm like, I don't think I'm gay. <laughs> I don't think it's a great first date. <laughs> I hope I'm gay is such a funny emotion to feel. It's probably a good emotion. If you just got like maybe got went through a really bad breakup with a woman. Uh-huh. And you're like, God, I would yeah, maybe that's bad. why it didn't work. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's why it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and and in Brooklyn, it and in most blue states, I think it makes you cool to be gay. Yeah. Do you ever walk into like a place in in Bushwick and you and you feel like, uh, oh, I I feel like they, they they could smell the straight white man on me, and therefore that I'm happens like, so much in, well, especially in comedy, like you look out in the front row and you'd be like, like whatever kind of non, like you just see like. Like a dude wearing like a tank top and a dress and like hoop earrings, but yeah. like with a full beard. Mm-hmm. Next, just like some half Puerto Rican with like the septum ring, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, this is coming off John Rocker right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he was. What was the Colin, but too far, Remember the Colin Quinn joke he said on like SNL he, on Weekend Update after the John Rocker thing. He was like, he's talking about Asian, whatever. I forget, I forget what he said, but mm-hmm. he was like Asian. All these people on the train, and Colin was like, say what you will. 
guy's been on the train. Yeah. <laughs> something, like, something like that. Like, it's not a nice it, way to put it. Yeah. It's like, it's not the most affectionate way to describe it, but like, mm-hmm. he's not wrong. Yeah. What he's, he's been on the seven but, train. But, but now that's like, uh, 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 like making a passing judgment on people. I'm just saying you, you, as, mm-hmm. as a comic, you're like our instant. We sort of stereotype everything in the world. That's how we make comedy out of it. It's like, oh, we just make reference, like I have a common frame of reference. So when you see people like that, you have a frame of reference like, oh, these are going to be young people. They're not going to like mm-hmm. what I do, but it's I'm always, I'm almost always like I'm always me in my head about that. Afterwards, they're always usually really cool and they're really fun. And it's like and it's never that. It's just me like oh that's what young people look like. Yeah, but you realize the internet is not the real world. Yeah, like people who look like that on the internet <clears throat> act a certain way, but in real life, people are pretty pretty cool and like no one's really that uptight about jokes or whatever. And I feel like the folks, um, at least some of the folks online that are uptight. Uh, would not be face to face. Yeah. Um, and that goes for anybody of any political persuasion. If they're like really extreme online, yeah. you know that if you were talking to them face to face, they would be cool. It's just when they lose that layer of like empathy. Yeah, yeah. When they're just like behind a keyboard or behind a iPhone. Yeah, that's why it's such a, a wretched place because no, like people are just being vicious and mean. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, and it's not the real world. And you know it's not the real because like my wife's not on Twitter, like she doesn't care about that stuff. And then you see the things that people care about online, and you mention it to like anyone else, and like I don't know what you're talking about, like three layers deep, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, none of this stuff matters. I um yeah, you mentioned your wife's not on Twitter. I googled um, and I hope I have the numbers somewhat right still, but it's something like less than a quarter of people even have a Twitter, and it's yeah. like a smaller percentage of that of people that have one actually use it regularly yeah, yeah. and then of course a smaller percentage of that are people that would actually like feel uh th- that are that live on the margins yeah. as, as, in terms of like extreme political ideology and it's like i i wish more people would realize that because it's it, it's almost like the same 1000 people yeah uh it's like, an incredibly insular world that you think is much more significant or pervasive than it is and mm-hmm. it's not it's really it, like literally just step outside and it's like oh it's the world's completely different than what's like there yeah so that's why i'm not super like engaged in that stuff but like i'm on twitter and it's like i see what's going on and it's like mm-hmm. man, people are getting very engaged about like like the new indiana jones movie is like people are like that's like a whole thing of like like a lot of guys are like upset of like saying it's the worst movie ever because of like the way they treat the, I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but mm-hmm. like the, like the extreme, like you like no, every time a movie comes out, it's like, you can't, I can't even trust what the criticism is. Cause it's all coming from, it's like such an absurd political bend. And it's just like, is it a fun movie or what? Like I tell, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, can I jerk off in the theater in, without <laughs> being bothered? That's all I need to know about. Can I do movie. a Herman as I like to call it? <laughs> I was thinking Herman Munster in my head when he first said Herman. <laughs> I, I would think Pee Wee. Uh-huh. I would think, I would say, I would, can I do a Pee Wee? I mean, this has been done to death, but uh, um, so crazy, like his public perception for jacking off in a place where you're supposed to jack off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but he was a. He also, I mean, it was an in between. Well, I don't know if it's in between, but like you know, he had like that. We had like kind of like a goatee and like the long hair. Yeah, he looked a little bit. You know, trying to be a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah he, certainly. I think, although I think if he wore the pee wee suit with a bow tie, <laughs> I think we'd be like, oh my god, pee wee, right? <laughs> the word of the day is indecent exposure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, I mean, that's funny to see what was a scandal back then. Mm-hmm. To see how little that would have registered nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like the needle wouldn't have moved on in his career. It's like, oh, he jerked off in a porno theater. First of all, where'd you find a porno theater? Yeah. yeah. Other than that. That's so, when I found out about it, because we're, we're roughly the same age. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm it, like, I guess a, not an elder millennial, but I'm 32, whatever that is. Um, so I had the internet. I had my own computer when I was in college. Yeah. So before that, I was like jacking off to like scramble porn. Okay. <laughs> so, I, so I was following the thread. You were like, I was leaning over other people's shoulders who had computers. I'm like, can you scroll back up? It's like on CNN. So. So, please scroll back up. I'm not done looking at your uh, yeah. fucking family picture. Yeah. So I'm just reading the news, sir. Malala who? I just want to see your face again. I'm not done yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Not yeah. a great face to... Uh, that's what's wrong with it. Uh <laughs> Jeez, I mean, you took everything. I would, I would never criticize her face like that. Yeah. She's a brave young woman. She's a brave young woman. Shout out to Malala if you're listening. <laughs> Can you shout, imagine? Shout out to Malala. What if I said they give the Nobel Peace Prize? Like, shout out to my girl Malala. Brave yeah. in the face of tyranny. Also, also, the idea that she's listening to this podcast is very, very. Someone listening to someone listening to we're it's she's like Kevin Bacon. There's always like okay. you're only two steps away from <laughs> seven degrees. Seven from degrees from Oh man, yeah. I mean, but I relate to her a lot though because like she stood up to the Taliban, but yeah. like I get on stage standing up to woke culture. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know. So it's like it's mostly the same and you do it while wearing a full hijab. So it's, like, <laughs> it's really brave of you. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that guy, Bobby's committed. Um, fuck, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. I generally <laughs> that really that really got away got away from us. I feel like um because I've never uh yes, so we were jacking off the same as yeah. adolescents. Like yeah. we didn't have internet yet. I was watching scramble porn. Were yeah. you a scramble porn guy? Yeah, I I, I like scramble porn. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. I remember um Busty Cops 2 used to be on channel 80 something. And if uh, there was uh, at some points where the scramble, um, for those that don't know what we're talking about, the upper channels when you had like a regular cable uh, package just used to be like uh, um, like all silvery. Yeah, like and, sil like and like the, like the faint image of it. Like mm -hmm. when you turn off your screen, you sort of see the image. It was like it would look like that, but scrambled. Yeah. But you sometimes heard the audio too, right? You could sometimes hear audio. You would right? sometimes yeah. hear the audio, but it would be like. Yeah. And then, but I always had the audio turned down because my parents were upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, sometimes uh, I heard it turned up because my dad's hard of hearing. <laughs> oh, that's really went, sweet. Yeah, yeah, we're nice. We, you know, the family that <laughs> jerks off together, together stays together. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Um, so I'd be watching like Busty Cops too. Um, You're just a big fan of police brutality. Too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. God, I hope that's a black guy. That <laughs> that's what you drink up. Um, yeah, and I would just uh, that that was my go-to. Sometimes the screen would just turn green yeah so you would have a full view of everything except everyone was green yeah every once in a while it would turn in like pretty clear for a second mm -hmm. right? now how busty were these cops they were <laughs> were they <laughs> they were busty they were pretty busty dude and it was a little hard to follow because i had never seen busty cops one yeah, but, yeah, yeah um i imagine busty cops two big buster here and they're bigger or whatever <laughs> they were like bolted on fake tits that as a 12 year old i didn't know were fake you know what i mean which i was yeah, like I, we also probably didn't know wrestling was fake it doesn't matter mm -hmm, that's <laughs> who true. cares what's fake it's all as long as it's enjoyable right why you ruin it for everyone right? mm -hmm. 
That's fake tits never hurt anyone except for some women who collected <laughs> fake tits who tragically passed away from because fake, you know, getting their titties too big. Yeah, yeah. There's this uh, one woman who, sh- so they say that like uh, plastic surgery is an addiction. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if you, you know, you fix one thing and it's like, well, why don't I fix everything? And yeah. your brain just invents new things. It's like when you get an air fryer, you start throwing everything. Yeah. It's like, man, this is amazing. What else can this do? I'm going to air fry my tits. You know, my pussy could be a little air fryer. Let me throw a clint in there. Do you have an air fryer? We have a small air fryer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's I very like- tiny. It's like very, sm- like very small. So it can't. Now, I don't think volume. I know one guy that has an air fryer who's single. It's yeah. always like my wife got this air fryer. Which you've had a lot of single dudes, like as a cliche, don't even have like a bed frame. So there's yeah. a lot, of, you know, there's a lot of steps before mm-hmm. you're gonna get an air fryer if you're a single dude. Luckily, I've watched enough women doing comedy to know that you have to have a bed frame yeah. and a top sheet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you have either of those? Yes. Nice. They yeah, the apartment I moved into had both of them. So <laughs> well, not it had a bed frame, not a top sheet. <laughs> you just sleep in. Like, I've never changed out the top sheet. Honestly, I can't. It's stuck to the sides, so you have to you have to crawl in like a sniper every night. I can't get it off and laundry, but uh, it's comfy. Um, nice uh, hospital, yeah. <laughs> hospital sheet. Um, yeah, I think, but I feel like I would have had a bed frame at this point, you know. Because yeah. here's my my thing is, um, I'm not hot enough to not have a bed frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I always picture, um, for those that are unaware, like a trope that a lot of um, women comedians have, and men have a lot of tropes too, ladies. But uh, a lot of, uh, the trope that uh, women, as, as if we haven't already been like wildly offensive. I, I don't, I, I defy anyone to go back in the transcript of this episode and find one thing that taking out of context even could be offensive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would just stand by that statement. Anyway, but you were saying about that. Um, so a common uh, trope that women comedians do is like, oh, guy, like I'm hooking up with this guy and he doesn't even have a bed frame, you know, just two mattresses on the floor. Yeah. What a man child. But I'm like, I'm always thinking, how hot is that guy? Yeah. Because I've always had a bed frame. Yeah. But I feel like it's because I'm a five on a good day. Yeah. You got to You have to like, you can't have any, anything that like you, you can't have like any other setbacks, like any demerits against you. Mm-hmm. If you're like fighting uphill already. Like, yeah. I got to have a nice apartment, make, have some money. I, I can't have all those other things because I really got to compensate for mm-hmm. you know what women are willing to give up on you know? i think compensating is great that that yeah. whole thing of like oh guys with small dicks drive nice cars yeah. i'm like well that good for him he doesn't love compensation it's like oh you hit me with your car how about you compensate yeah. <laughs> it's a great compensation it's the best yeah no I, I agree i think that's fair i'm gonna uh talk because you're taking a drink if you want more water i'll i'll, rent, I'll vamp for a while uh i think uh <laughs> Sorry. Wow, you really folded. <laughs> I thought what you mid gulp was like. Now you feel awkward because your podcast. I just left you hanging dry. I, you know what? Now I'm gonna check the time. So how long are we gonna run for? We uh, this is about an hour long podcast. All right. Um, an hour is uh about all I need to get ready in the morning. Failure. Oh, bringing it back. Huh? That is an insane amount of time. <laughs> is it really? That's a lot of. You need an hour to get ready to to feel. What are you milking goats? <laughs> Why do you need that much time? Well, I got to make porridge for the missus. <laughs> and uh, the, one of, one of our, ca- our cows is birthing, so it's going to be one of those long mornings. 
Oh man, I uh, yeah. People have made the joke that it's like it's a it's a, a a feminine quality to need that much time to get used to. But I'm gonna reply back that I'm actually a lot like a 19th century farmer. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's cool. Yeah. to do to yeah to no. Make. That's everyone always says the epitome of cool was 19th century farming. <laughs> people are like, man, why can't we go back to that time when men were men? When men were men. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are like when men were men, like they talk about like the 50s or 40s. But you're like, no, no. The eighteen mid eighteen hundreds farming, mm-hmm. not uh, not a slave owner. <laughs> I farm. I I do my own farm. I do my <laughs> own farm. DIY, no help. Yeah, or paid help. Paid or, or yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I didn't have. I'm not saying they weren't there. But I'm saying they were compensated because compensation is great. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by compensation is clothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. housing, housing. Yeah, that's it. And they I also can't leave. I didn't cut off their hands if they stole. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I was a good good guy. Owner. I don't even like the word owner because mm-hmm. I feel like it has a negative connotation. There, uh, so I know a lot about the Civil War, which is very cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's wild if you read some of the um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like uh, slavery apologists. Yeah. During that time, like the antebellum yeah. South, yeah. one of the arguments that the plantation owners would make was that it's good for the slaves and they like yeah. it, Yeah, which is like uh, wild on so many levels, of course. But um, you could cut that argument right off at the legs by being like, well, then why are they running away? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, hot take. I think slavery is wrong. But were they all running away? I think That's- you- that, I'm sure like, some of them were like, fuck it, man. What are you going to do? Yeah. They yeah. probably slept well at night when you could. Like, after a long day of, like, hard work, you're like, mm-hmm. you probably sleep pretty well. And the next day, you're not like. Well, it's like when you get a good workout at the gym. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They, you put in their time. <laughs> like, you don't. I'm not saying. Look, let me, let me just be unequivocal. I'm anti. I'm anti-slavery. No, this is an anti-slavery podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the theme? I thought it was about. <laughs> I thought it was about your morning routine. <laughs> so I, was, I knew it was anti-slavery event too. Yeah, uh, this podcast is for morning don't spring people. Spring that on me now. Yeah, I thought, just, I thought we were going to talk about breakfast. I don't know. <laughs> I think we we're going to take political stances. So I don't want to alienate anyone <laughs> by being pro or anti-slavery. Yeah, because we don't know if th- if this is going. You know, obviously anyone in the world can listen to this podcast, and we well, don't know- slavery gets a bad rap, no doubt. Ooh, but okay. I'm open-minded. Okay, and uh, I mean, if any of our Saudi listeners are yeah. are interested, um, if you have a slave, maybe, if you know Malala, if you yeah. know, <laughs> who is not Saudi, we're, we're, we're big Malala stands, as the kids say. So, <laughs> Malala stand, I think he's a former country. <laughs> 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 oh god <laughs> malala stands is so funny god damn it the capital uh what is the capital of malala stand guys if you if you happen to know what the capital of malala i like how you're outsourcing is. the comedy as well after that later on hey we had a riff we did in the last episode here's some suggestions people came up with it's like the opposite of improv. <laughs> we give you the joke and you guys give us the prompt later. <laughs> Reverse improv. All right, I'm we gonna... got kind of scene and you guys. Now you guys tell us what you think we just did. Where's my character from? What's his motivation? All right, can I get a noun emailed to the before hours podcast at gmail.com? So I'll have some time to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not it. Uh, so an hour is too long to get ready. No, no. I, if anything, oh, it depends what you're doing in the hour. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably not. 
if anything, I think if, if you can give yourself that time, mm. like, I don't know, you meditate or something mm. like that. But like, you know, if you can give yourself that time and be peaceful, like it sucks to be early morning and rushing to do anything like that's brutal. Mm -hmm. So like if you have the time, it's great. If you need the full hour, then I'm just wondering like what you're doing for the hour. But if you have time, just relax and chill, you know. I um I know you like to make a nice French press and sit out by the window, <laughs> but you know, not everyone has that luxury. <laughs> yeah, I uh I definitely that is my morning routine, yes. <laughs> Make a French press. <laughs> the idea that I'm doing that in my Bushwick apartment yeah. that I have with a roommate is very funny. <laughs> but my roommate uh, is a guy who, uh, and, and great roommate, by the way, but I feel like he's always late. Like he wakes up yeah. and he's in a rush. And I almost feel like part of the reason I want to give myself time in the morning is if he needs to use the bathroom, he gets the bathroom. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I, I, like you said, I hate rushing. Yeah. I, uh, that's why you never joined a frat. That's why I never, <laughs> that was very good, Ilya. Were you in a I, frat? I was not. That would have been crazy. I'm aware of the terminology. Yes. Um, were you in a frat? No. Nice. I feel like, um, <clears throat> now I feel like maybe I give off that vibe in the Brooklyn comedy scene. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because I go to the gym sometimes. <laughs> They're like this guy is a, fr this, a this frat guy. guy. Frat guy yeah. mm -hmm. um, but now all the frats are like LGBTQ like themed. Like so, so you're saying I could join one? I'm just, and I'm just saying I think what people think of as a frat, I think that stereotype's going to change probably in the next couple of decades. Okay, it's like oh you're a frat guy. It's mm -hmm. like, cool. Probably when you say guy, they have some like new mm -hmm. weird term that I won't understand. I'm a frat. A frat they them. That's so funny. <laughs> frat, frat them. Mm -hmm. A frat them. That oh, yeah, that could be. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, uh, and you know where I'm going with this, Ilya. How long do you need to take to get ready in the morning? I don't know. I'm trying to think about it. Like, I probably, like, I get out of bed, I shower. I like a long shower. Just let the hot water pour, pour over me and just really uh, commiserate with myself. Did you just put the water back? That is, that's really going to put me off the rest of this goddamn podcast. Why, did you, why couldn't you have swallowed the water? What was so difficult about that? You mean? I know, but like... <clears throat> I did a spit take. What can I say? You, the, I know, but I don't even get the the visual of the spit take because you did it back into the container. Well, I don't. I don't think the podcast studio would appreciate that me. That would be funny. That would be spraying. very spraying. Although that's how you know you got a real spit take. Yeah. But I had a spit. But I anticipated the spit take coming as yeah, well. Sure. But the idea of you quote letting the hot water rush yeah. over you was so upsetting. upsetting. <laughs> I like. I don't know. You don't like just sit under the stream of hot water and just. Think about all the poor choices you've made. And yes. How your life is and where you thought yeah, it'd be. Yeah, podcast guests or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. I'm sorry that on your second episode you couldn't get <laughs> some of the top tier guests that you're really wanting. I um do not relate to any of because in the in the like tough guy podcasting world, yeah. right? It's like take a cold shower. You know, yeah, Joe Rogan does yeah, the cold yeah. plunge thing. I'm like, fuck that dude i would say i when i go to the russian sauna i do the cold plunge and it does like it feels you do feel amazing afterwards okay and so i do it's one of those things that I, I have a bit about but like uh like it's it's one of those things that oh it totally does work mm -hmm. but i'm i just never gonna do it like i i'm just much more like i just like hot showers too much but i agree i think it the cold stuff the cold plunge cold showers it will make you feel really good afterwards but like you need like this discipline to like mm -hmm. to get through it i guess yeah, but I guarantee. I, if you tried, I guarantee you would get a kick out of it. Like you, afterwards, you would feel great. And you go to these Russian saunas. Is that uh, yes. <laughs> is that a regular occurrence? Um, I'll, 
earlier in the year it was. I was going to my buddy like pretty much every week. Because um, you are Russian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you speak Russian? No. Okay. Probably only probably when I was very very young when we first came here. I'm sure I did. Uh huh. Because you moved as a little lad. That's not we, what we call it, but <laughs> sure. I'd say it's not that there's anything wrong. It's that's fine. <laughs> That'd been a great. You know, do you want to do you want to put that tag in later and bring it back to us? Yeah. Like, and that's fine. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a thing. It happened 45 minutes ago, and I was like, "What is he talking?" Well, about? <laughs> the way you opened up the way we opened up the podcast. Ilya is Russian, guys, and I think that's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I've never been to a, a spa, a sauna. It's great. Yeah. It's a good time. I want to go to a steam room. I have been to a steam room before for yeah. some reason. For some reason? Uh, <laughs> so important. You're why. delivering a message for a mob boss. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean for some reason? How do you not know why you were there? <laughs> Big Tony says, stay off our turf. It's pretty hot in here. <laughs> I, I think I was, um, I think I was a teenager and I was, um, because my parents like idea of a vacation mostly was yeah. like going down to the shore like yeah. i'm from the hudson valley so yeah. we, we didn't do like big vacations it was basically like a week down like you say like the hudson valley like it's a poor place where people don't go on nice vacations um it can be i'm sure there's parts of it but when you say hudson valley i think mm. of like kind of upscale just that oh like the catskills <laughs> No, not the cat. I think of like Catskills is part of the Hudson Valley. Yeah, okay, but that's how I think. When I think Catskills, I think like you know old Jewish fifty. Like I think like uh, we don't have any money. No, yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Hudson Valley. I think of like well-to-do Manhattanites who want to move upstate, but like still be with like an hour from New York. Like that's what I think. Of so Hudson the Valley. town that I grew up in was like uh, thirty-two hundred people. It's called Greenwood Lake. Um, our claim to fame is that Babe Ruth used to live there, um, and it's the income disparity is actually quite strange because on the lake there are like million dollar houses but there's also like section 80 houses like a few blocks away um i've heard people describe baltimore that way i mean there's not a lake in baltimore but uh you know what i mean like the income disparity um i love a good income disparity anyway sorry (laughs) yeah (laughs) um no my parents are like uh we grew up comfortably middle class we went to spain when i was 10 but that was like the big trip you know, yeah, other yeah. than that, we like went down to the shore for a week yeah, during yeah. the summer. That was our yeah. vacation. Okay. Um, and I, that's what, that's where you got, the, that's where I went to the sauna. Nice. Um, and it was fine. It's a good, I, I mean, I, I didn't grow up doing it, but, uh, it's a, it's a big thing in Russia. So my dad grew up doing it and then he introduced like me and my brother to do it. Like there's like the classic, like, I mean, there's a couple in the New York area. There's mm-hmm. a classic one in the East Village, like the Russian Turkish bath, but like it's a, it's a, it's a good time. I enjoy it. The the hot sauna is really really hot. Like if you've never been in it, like it's not like you have regular gym sauna. Like if you go to like a regular gym, it'll be like one seventy, one eighty or something. Like that's like it's nothing. Like these, it's like over two hundred. Like these ones, and they're it's pretty great. And uh, yeah, I guess um, is the idea that it makes you sweat. Is it a weight loss thing? Um, no, it's not really done for that. Although I mean, you would lose a lot of water weight very quickly. Like if you were like. You know, and, and when I knew dudes who wrestled in high school and they had like cut weight or whatever, like, and they were just running around with like in garbage bags, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But like, it would do that. But I mean, it's just, it's more just, I think it's just a cultural thing because you see a lot of fat, schlubby, Hasidic guys there and then like mm-hmm. the most fit gay dudes ever. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's like, it's not like anyone's doing it for, but it just feels good. It's like relaxing and enjoyable. It's, it's very much like a spa thing, but you get out of it sort of what you want. Like, if you put, you sweat like crazy, but you feel really good afterwards. And how often do you do this? 
Um, I, I mean, I would probably normally go like once or twice a year, but earlier in the year I was going with my buddy, like, and he was going like every week. So it was a like a month or two stretch where we went like kind of every weekend. It's like, I mean, it can be a little bit expensive, but uh, it feels great. Yeah, I feel like anything that uh, feels great and is good for you is going to be wildly expensive. It's not wildly. Oh, it depends how you want to do it. Like, mm-hmm. for, I mean, they kind of increase the price by like forty-five bucks, fifty bucks, like for the day. Okay. But then you're there for the whole day. You okay. Know? You can get food inside in the. You know, it's a, it's a good time. Hell yeah, dude. I, uh, yeah. Anyway, I do that every morning. Every morning. Every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I w- if I lived like next to a place like that mm-hmm. and it was like convenient, I probably would go mm-hmm. pretty often because it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. But like when my buddy and I go, we, you know, we're there for like 10 hours or something, like just like the whole, make a whole day out of it. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. So, uh, say you got somewhere to be in the morning. How, like, if, say you got to like leave the house at nine. Yeah. When do you set your alarm in the morning, assuming like everything else is going normally? If I have to leave, it's, it's weird to say I have to leave at night because I always think in terms of like, where do I have to be at a certain time? It's hard to like to leave at night. I don't, I don't, so I don't know what time I leave. Like, if you give me like a destination, like a place where I need to be. Okay. Be, like, so uh, let's do this morning. This morning. Because you, you uh, arrived in Bushwick I, a little I drove before in, I'm in Jersey. So I drove mm-hmm. in instead so of taking a train. So normally, depends like if I'm going to, it's the thing I'm going to take a train in for. And, but this can't be interesting conversation to anyone. <laughs> I mean, Folks, if you I mean, were enjoying, I, I, if you were enjoying the conversation, the whole premise of your show, but this can't be how we how we end the podcast, guys. If you are were enjoying the conversation, please know that you're wrong. Uh, I mean, come on, Ilya thinks you're a rube for taking left, any interest in his life. I left at like around ten o'clock. I live in Jersey, in mm-hmm. Harrison, and drove to Bushwick, and it took like surprisingly, it was like only I don't know, forty five mm-hmm. minutes or something. So, do you wake up, take a shower, eat breakfast, come here? Don't really eat. I don't really eat breakfast. You're not a breakfast guy at all. No, it's tough for me. Never really have an appetite Ooh. that much. Not like never quite that early. Dude, I'm jealous. I wake up like starving. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I've experimented with different things. Like I've uh, like guys Men. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's obvious. It's there, but we should say. <laughs> I suck a dick. It doesn't it doesn't fill me up uh-huh. the way I want, like an egg sandwich does. Actually, if you use my fitness pal, which is like a calorie counting app, yeah. you can um like uh search how many calories in one like load of semen. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it has like the carb fat protein breakdown. Surely too. it's too negligible to matter. Right? Uh yeah, but I mean, you know. Unless you're doing like a whole unless you just want like a whole bucket to come. Like a whole not, bucket. A whole big old bucket. Uh-huh. Which is a, a limited offering at uh KFC. That's, <laughs> it wasn't a popular seller. But they tried it. They tried it for Pride Month. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. But uh mm-hmm. unless you're doing like cal- the calories in a load are pretty negligible, I would say. Yeah. I uh uh I feel like uh <clears throat> Yeah, I, I I don't know. Like I I will eat something right before bed. Yeah. Go to sleep. Sleep for seven hours. Yeah. Wake up hungry. I don't know what it is. And I feel like I'm in the minority. I feel like most people are like you where they're like, yeah, I fucking uh, don't have to. When do you start getting hungry? Like around lunchtime? No, I can get. I mean, it depends. Sometimes I'll get hungry. Like when I get in, like get in early, you know, I'll be like, oh, I'll get something. But like then, but like just not like right away, like at the home. I'm just like, don't feel like Mm -hmm. making anything, have anything really. Yeah. I feel like uh, a lot of people like. Uh, go through their entire morning hungry though. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And dehydrated. I feel like most people people aren't are... drinking enough water. I drink a lot of water. 
I mean, I'm just going to watch you because you didn't spit it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say something. <laughs> That's a very, it's a very good bit, but only works if people are watching the video. If they're just listening to the audio, they just hear you have to drink water and yeah. you know silence for five. Actually, they would probably pick up on guys. I'm sorry for doubting your intelligence. I think you would pick up on the visual. I don't think bit. you're sorry at all. I think you doubt their intelligence. <laughs> I don't think you're proud of it. Yeah, I think you're happy to doubt your audience's intelligence. Do you think? I think so. I think you put on airs that you're like mm -hmm. nice and like your comedy, but I think deep down you're uh, full of hate. Full of hate. I say that about a lot of. I say that about anyone who smiles a lot. Okay. Well, I actually um I do get annoyed by people a lot, and I th I actually feel like um I have more of a strict idea of how people should behave than like is average. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, but. I was also raised to like smile at everybody. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I had a big disagreement with my friend about this because he was like, um, uh, like wanting people to smile back at you and like say like yeah. a customer service situation yeah, yeah. is like uh, unreasonable. And I'm like, I don't think that it is. I think that's like part of the job. No, I think that's part of. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's part of customer. I think customer service. If mm -hmm. you work in that, like, you should. It's like the ultimate. That's the total experience for the people. Yes. Like people should feel welcome and like this idea. It's like, well, they're miserable at their job. It's like, yeah, everyone mm -hmm. hates their job. Yeah, yeah. But part <laughs> of their job, like part of my job is not to pretend that I'm good. Mm -hmm. It's a different job. But part of their job is to pretend they're happy. So that's what the job is. Mm -hmm. Like you have to pretend you enjoy it. That's what working is. Certain types of job. Don't have that job. Find mm -hmm. another job. Work and, in a factory if you don't yeah. want to smile at strangers. I feel like also um, – uh, not being friendly can't make you feel better too. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if you're like, this job sucks and we've all worked jobs where we're like, I don't want to be here. I can't wait to move on from yeah. this, but I can't imagine like being rude to people unless or not pleasant. Unless it's you know. someone you're upset with and then you're taking on them and then it probably feels good. Mm -hmm. And maybe, and if they feel that way about everyone, then it's like, it feels pretty good. It's like, I'll, but then they would love their job and they should smile more. Yeah. Right? It's a real, it's a real catch point. It's too. paradoxical. I could already um, anticipate uh, the comments um, being like, oh, these guys are fucking Karens. You know what I mean? Oh, because we want someone to just, the cashier to just be reasonably decent and polite. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel uh, the, the, that's like, that's all that, that like the, the socialist movement. It's like everyone hates their jobs. So they should, so the customer service, people who work in customer service, just let this stop bothering, stop being annoying. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, if it's a busy bar, just get a beer and don't, it's like, no, I'm the customer, I'm paying for this thing. I'm still like, yeah. I'm like, why is there no, mm -hmm. no nothing on the other end of this? Like, I'm expected to, be completely subservient and still pay money and get nothing out of it yeah. from you other than the, like the bear. Like, I'm sorry, that's not the exchange. Mm -hmm. Just get a different job. Yeah, the idea that it's like, well, you wanted your coffee and here it is. Yeah, you it's, know? Like, it's like, mm -hmm. there's plenty of jobs where you don't have to interact with people. Get mm -hmm. one of those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Podcasting, for example. Yeah. 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 It, it's, uh, you know, we I said, yeah, very enthusiastic. But <laughs> yeah, sure. You don't have to interact with I mean, you do have to, but like, I mean, depending on what kind of podcast you're doing. What if, if there was like the podcast equivalent where you, of like you where the host is like one of those like a mean DMV lady yeah. and you had a podcast <laughs> with her? Like, I don't know what the structure would be, but if that was a thing that happened, that'd be brutal. Have uh -huh. you guys listened to DMV cast? It's pretty. <laughs> it, it's tense all the time. We're not riffing now. We're it's riffing like, later. Like, why am I here? Like, how long mm -hmm. do I have to be here? It's like mm -hmm. we do an hour. It's like, but are you gonna talk? What do we? What <laughs> 
Dude, the DMV is so stressful because it's like, I only go to the DMV, I don't know, yeah. once every few years. So, of course, I don't know how it works or where I'm supposed to stand. Yeah. Why are you mad at me? Oh, it's like the T- it's always the TSA is always the worst because mm-hmm. it's so much more because it's different in every airport. Yeah. And, they all, and they've all decided they're going to change change the rules. Yeah. And, and it's like and also they get mad. It's like when people this happens, at, it's at um, immigration court a lot. There's security lines that go to immigration court mm-hmm. and uh a lot and the, the sometimes security people get frustrated it's like take off your belt take off your shoes and then repeat and then people don't listen it's like take off your belt take off your shoes it's like you know it's an immigration court these people might not speak english yeah yeah you're aware that that's a possibility it happens and since you do this every single day and happens every time maybe you should just get used to it mm-hmm. but instead they're like why don't you understand me it's because they don't speak english yeah yeah that's what this place is yeah they don't know the rules and they don't know what you're saying mm-hmm. And an and an airport is like well that could be any yeah anybody. they could be from anywhere mm-hmm. yeah this this man is wearing a of a full gown and his wife is standing ten feet behind him <laughs> I don't think they're familiar with our customs of TSA the the idea of like uh 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 they're not getting a tip either yeah is very funny to me imagine if like the TSA workers yeah they would behave exactly the same way yeah that's the problem it's like the whole well the problem is like the whole our culture is like the tip mm-hmm. is the salary. Mm-hmm. So now it's been integrated into what they do. So now it's like, hopefully they're some, you know, generally speaking, you get pretty decent service. I would guess in most places, mm-hmm. but if they don't, it's like, well, I'm still expecting a tip. It's like, I don't know why you're expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> why do you think that's It's like, I, you should do better at your, at a certain point, like we all have to draw a line a little mm-hmm. bit. That would, I'll still tip, but mm-hmm. like, it's not gonna be like a great tip. If like, you're really bad. Like my wife and I yesterday went to a place and like we've sat forever and then the, the server came up to us and it was like, I'll be honest with you, I don't normally cover this table, so I just forgot. And it's like, I get that you're trying to be honest, but like that's not like that's not the kind of honesty. It's like I'm gonna be upfront with you and I hope that makes me endearing. Cause then he was also a bad server. Yeah. <laughs> but just like, okay. Now you just know why you're a bad server, but you didn't you didn't change anything about our situation. Mm-hmm. You're just like, I'll be honest, I'm bad at this job. Mm-hmm. And that, and that was it. And you left it there. It's like, well, you got to give me more to work with. It's like, I, I don't, I'm not just going to be like, oh, well, I really appreciate your honesty, sir. Yeah. That, I, and I hope you learn a lesson. And how much did you tip? Probably like 10%. Yeah. 10 but is like. 10, which is like almost nothing. It's still mm-hmm. something. I wasn't going to like do nothing. But I was like, it was really bad service. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, this is ridiculous. And it, it wasn't like so busy. They weren't swamped. It wasn't like a thing like that. Like There was no reason. It was just the bad bad uh service so i was like well you know i'll give you 10 percent, but like you know and which i don't know if it's enough to teach him <laughs> not that that's my job to teach i don't want to be arrogant like i don't tip well but like mm-hmm. in that situation it was one of those i was like i'm not going to give you like 25 percent on this but uh, i'm not going to leave you with nothing now Ilya, as a podcast guest um if people do want to tip you yeah um where's the best place for them to find you Oh, seamless. No, not the app, seamless. I'm on. No, uh, uh, just uh, my name at my name on all social media. Okay. Uh, on Venmo too, if you want to give me a mm-hmm. like, ah, I like so you, like Elio Laxon on Twitter, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, and uh, Venmo, Venmo, Cash App. I do not have Cash App. I knew that. What am I a poor? <laughs> I don't, is Cash? I don't know. I don't know Cash App, <laughs> but yeah, I L Y A L A K S I N. Look me up. I'm very. Very funny. Hell yeah. You well, you are very funny. You're one of my favorite people, Elia. I'm you. glad you did this podcast with me. And folks, remember, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
healthy and wise. I cannot not laugh when you're next to me. You didn't warn me that that's a thing that you do to end the show. (laughs) I didn't know that was coming. I might have have said yes to this if I know that's how you clap off each episode. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm just playing Night Owls. You know I love you. Oh, God. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.